It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for this tea. Let's check on the fellas. What's up, Al? Hey, doing? what's going on, Claudia? I am good. And what's up, Funky Dineva? How are you? What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. You don't feel good, Funky? No, I've been having nausea and, and fainting spells today, but... You know, I had to come to work. Child. You're not pregnant, are you? We had to get the people. No, I ain't pregnant. You know, the people the people wanted the tea. I almost called in tonight, child. I think I'm going to go to urgent care when I get off. But I got, I got my little prayer shawl in my lap. So pray for me. Al, are you still sick? I'm still dealing with a little bit of head congestion. I'm starting to think mine is uh, um, allergies. I've never been this congested ever in my entire life. So I'm I'm blaming it all on Los Angeles. We we gotta get our little panel together. We gotta get our like, like white blood cell count up and our health up and our immune system up. <laughs> like the kids start to talking about us here now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hope you guys feel better. Hey, I forgot to mention, I wanted to say on Monday, um, I was in the supermarket on Thanksgiving. And uh, there was this guy kind of like checking me out in the grocery store. And he was kind of shy, like he kept looking over. And then finally he comes up to me and he's like, Claudia, right? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I live out here. And he goes, oh, yeah, I know. He goes, "Um, I just want to tell you that my father died last week. And the only time I laugh is when I watch TJF. And I just want you guys to know, tell Funky and Al that y'all, um, give me a break from mourning, from being sad. Like he basically oh. said that we're the only right spot right now because he's been so depressed over his mm. dad. I want to just give a shout out to Roderick in Dallas. Roderick, condolences, buddy. Yeah, hang in there, Roderick. I know what you're going through. Right, right. Yeah, so I, I know you've definitely dealt with that. And um, we appreciate you. And, uh, you know, and that's why when we are sick and we don't feel well and Funky's about to pass out and Al's coughing up a lung and I'm over still here. still come to work. That's what <laughs> Moments like that, that make you feel like, damn, I, I, you know, like this is mm-hmm. bigger than us. It really is. And we appreciate all the support from all the soulmates that watch. All right. Um, Q, I hope you're not drinking. So I'm not, you're not drinking. I got my little sweet tea right here. Okay. Al? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My buttery Chardonnay. I'm, I'm, I'm tasting different types now to figure out where I would like for my buttery Chardonnay to land in the taste palette. So buttery Chardonnay still. So will that be your, do you think you're, that's going to be your only drink from now on? No more vodka or any of the other stuff? Or is going to be Chardonnay for you every day now, you think? Um, I think, you know, for the kind of just kind of mellow me out type of drink, the everyday drink, instead of a beer, it'll probably be buttery Chardonnay. Yeah. All right. But I'm still, you know, I'm still a tequila man. That's right, tequila. Still a vodka man. I'm still a rum guy. I'm still a bourbon. Yeah, everything, man. <laughs> Every damn thing. You ABC liquors. <laughs> I, I'm not drinking. I'm out here in California. I was in New York yesterday. I'm in California. I'm working on a movie for the next eight days. Um, and uh I have we got some really long days coming up, so I'm gonna try to keep it uh I don't know, it's a good time at detox, you know what I mean, while you're working too. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, how did how did how did um the Breakfast Club go? You did it two days, right? I did. The first day it was really all about Buster Rhymes. He was dropping his new album, Blockbuster. So shout out to him. Please get that Blockbuster album. It's him and a lot of young rappers. Like he wants to bridge the gap between the young and the old because people think the old heads don't mess with the youngsters and vice versa. So he's really he got some some bangs on the on the album. And the second day was myself and Envy. It was fun, and we actually had some serious talk. Um, we did a story about a girl friend of mine named Sonia. 
who became paralyzed from this medication and her husband is divorcing her. And we talked yeah. about, yes, we, and she was a Miss Venezuela, deal and no deal model, beautiful, glamorous, sexy. And I was, just, I had to tell her he married your outside, not your inside. Wow. It's kind of cool to have people call in and she got some support. And um, I want to help her raise money for therapy. Her name is Sonia Vera. If you want to check her out, I'm going to put her on my story. Beautiful girl. And he stopped paying for her treatment. And uh, she was getting stronger in the gym. And it's, it's really sad. But I'll, I'll give more information on the show, on my page. I don't want to take up all the time. But it was it was pretty good. But thanks for asking. All right, y'all. Let's get into these stories and get funky back to bed. We have an update <laughs> on LSU women's basketball star, Angel Reese. It looks like she'll be returning to the court after missing four games for unknown reasons. Fans were suspicious of Angel's absence beginning after her mother got into a heated exchange with another mother, the mother of Angel's teammate, Flaugé Johnson. Now, Angel will be back on the court tomorrow to play against Virginia Tech. There was a lot of speculation about this. What are your thoughts on Angel Reese returning to play, Al? Mm, this is very interesting. I, I I feel like something in the milk isn't clean. That mother made reference to her grades. However, the coach debunked that in a recent um, comment that she said that it was her locker room antics, Claudia and Q, that uh, she had to get under control. And you know we've seen this happen in the NBA when players think that the team is just them, that they end up having to pull you know desperate measures, which is to 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 seat the person or not allowed them to play a few games. I don't feel like that that's the case here, but that is what the head coach is saying right now. Like I said, something in the milk ain't clean here, but I'm just glad to see her to return back to the court. It's not like they lost any games. They're four for four, they're four and oh. So I'm just glad to see her back on the court though, so we can see her just be the excellent player that she is. It, it seems like it has to be more disciplinary to teach her a lesson because right. you have to sit up with the whole season or semester at least i think mm -hmm. get your next set of grades q what mm -hmm. do you think about this i mean one thing i one thing i think for certain i definitely think flage's mama exposed something i do think them grades probably are a little shaky because if not she wouldn't have said it and who else would know other than your teammates but i also think too it might be getting that ego in check i mean you guys think about it you're a 20 something year old you got you know a million or two million you got this nil deal um mm -hmm. It kind of does send a message that I'm better than the rest of you bitches in this locker room because I got a deal and y'all don't. You know what I'm saying? So I could see how that could go to a 20-something-year-old's head and that the coach would have to put it in check. My only thing to Angel, I, I, I just want her to remember that you are a black woman in the forefront of things. Look how they dragged Shakari Richardson when she was not at her best and um, know that all eyes are on you, mama, and just do do everything to, to stay in good standing. I get how arrogant or how proud of yourself you be if you're that age and you feel like I'm better than you bees. But let me tell you something, that can change with a twist of an ankle. One bad blog comes out, story about you in some, in some people that were at the very high, highest of the high, it don't have to last, Angel. And I hope you stay humble because the people will, listen, they will love to see you fall from grace with the arrogance. They don't like it. Like being that successful and graceful and humble makes you even more of a star, I think. Mm -hmm. We have a couple comments here. Uh, Funky, I won't make you read anything. I know you don't feel yeah, well. Go ahead. Thank uh, you. Miranda Simpson said she's on the Forbes list. I don't think she cares about her college career. And Ansel uh, D'Angelo says, hopefully Angel gets herself together 
and has a different mindset moving forward. So yeah, I, I agree. Like relax, like just be, be appreciative because it can be taken away from you. Trust me. I've lost it all three times. All right. Um, it seems things aren't getting any easier for Tayana Taylor. It's reported that Tayana is frustrated with her husband, Iman Schubert, because after he made their divorce, Public in January, Tiana filed divorce documents, but she only used their initials, according to TMZ. She privately filed for divorce because she wanted to protect her family. And then he went ahead and put it out there with their full name. So she's not really happy about that. What are your thoughts on Iman going public with their divorce? And why do you think he did it, Q? You know, I don't like it at all. I, I don't like this at all. It's giving spiteful. It's giving revenge. It's giving... I'm mad with you. It's giving, I'm trying to damage what you've built. And it's funny because, you know, you're the man of the family. It, it's your job to protect the children. And despite the fact that y'all are getting a divorce, that's still the mother of your children. You would want to protect her peace. When the mama ain't right, it trickles down to the kids. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he and his lawyers filed a motion to substitute the initials for their real names. I'm hoping Al can give us some, some strategy behind why this was done, but I just don't like it. In all respect to Tiana for still holding him down, holding the family down, not revealing why um, she filed for divorce and still making it seem like he's a great person. And we're starting to see that maybe he wasn't all that great. Mm. Al? I wish we did flashbacks here on this show because I said in January, I don't know if y'all remember, we could pull it up. I said in January that there was trouble in paradise and I was right. In fact, that is the month that she filed for divorce, but she did it using their initials so that it would fly under the radar at the court dockets where people sell stories to the TMZs and to the blogs, as well as to, you know, other social outlets or, or or things that cover celebrities. Q, to your question, I think that he's like, like we talk about, I say all the time on this show that there's this new age men or new age dudes out here that just don't sit back and they speak in spaces that we normally don't see them speak in. When it comes to divorces and stuff like this, we don't usually see the man coming forward and say, hey, I just want everybody to know that we're getting a divorce so that you can then go look at the divorce papers because it's a public document to find out why they're divorcing. That would be the only reason he has or the only advantage that he is is using this tactic of, of, of uh, modifying the complaint. He wants the initials turned into their names so that people could see, so the entire public can see why she's asking for a divorce. I find this interesting. I also find it also telling. But the good thing about these two couples is that whatever the two of them are going through, they're going to make sure that those two babies are taken care of. And that I love. And even Tiana says, Tiana says that that's one thing that they do 110% right. And that is a great job at co-parenting those two beautiful kids. You know, it seems like it's really, really difficult for successful Black women to have successful relationships. I think that a lot of jealousy gets involved, especially you're doing better than uh, your spouse. Um, the resentment, I, I think there's been some reports about that. Her saying, you know, he felt away when photographers would make him step out the way. And that's what they do on red carpets with couples, uh, especially she's the more that like she's, you know, she's a bigger name. Uh, well, I think, I mean, he's a big name in basketball, but she's big name pop culture wise. And, you know, hey, Iman, uh, one, one shot of Tanner to get her outfit. 
And some men don't like that. And I'm sure he felt a way in their relationship. And it sucks that it seems to be so hard for women in that position. Look at all the single, successful Black women. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Passengers on a Southwest flight were terrified after a man allegedly jumped out of an emergency exit door just before takeoff. Let me take a look. What happened? He put something on the plane and jumped off the plane. Wait, what? Someone jumped off? Go, go, go. What's going on? Witnesses claim the unidentified passenger opened the exit door, jumped onto the wing of the plane, and ran across the tarmac. Now, the man was immediately arrested and taken to a hospital for a mental evaluation. They said he was going through a little episode. What are your thoughts on this, Q? You know, these episodes are, are, are very unique <laughs> to me because you mean to tell me that you made it through the airport, through the terminal, through TSA, Without having an episode, then you get your ass on the plane and, and now all of a sudden your episodic mental illness want to start acting up. Again, I keep telling y'all, I think we are going to slowly move to a society that's going to require psyche valves before you can fly. And I hate to keep beating this lady up, the gospel lady. This is going to be my last time doing it. With <laughs> but this is why I was so adamant about her sitting her about she want to stand up and give her good news about her Grammy nominations because people are crazy and you never know what somebody's going to do when they stand up on the airplane. Mm, we have a comment. Uh, Desmore one said, what the hell's going on with people on these flights? And Mariah Whitney said, standing there asking questions, get off the damn plane. Yeah, black people usually get off a lot faster, react a lot faster now. I'm a little bit surprised. Uh, Al, what do you think about this story? Yeah. All these what, episodes that people are having. One thing we're going to do on TGIF, we're going to give you multiple airline airport stories. I don't know what it is. Our producers love a good old airline story. <laughs> you know what's so interesting, Claudia? Actually, he wasn't arrested. He was detained. He was not arrested, and there hasn't been any charges brought against him, according to the police department that detained him. They did take him to get a psych evaluation. But what I did find interesting, even though he wasn't charged and he was detained, his case was sent for investigation under federal authorities, which, as far as I'm concerned, I think that's the FBI. So something in the milk ain't clean here. And I don't know if they just don't want to tell us yet or if it was really a psychic break. I'm like, Q, how do you just all of a sudden have a psychic break right when the plane is on the tarmac? You know, I would have the psychic break before I got on the plane. Now, if you say psychic one more time, say psychotic, Korea. Psychotic, psychic break. Okay, psychotic break, psychotic break. You know, I'll butcher a word in a minute. But I, I call it psychic break anyway. So psychos, psychic, psychic psychotic break. Um, but in this case, whatever the situation, whether it was mental or whether it is something that they should be worried about, I think he needs to be moved to the do not fly list immediately. I am totally okay with them screening people's mental health before yes. they get on planes. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of it, tired of it, and don't want to be a part of it. Imagine the anxiety. You mm -hmm. feel like get around that. All right, coming up next, find out what's got us saying, not me, girl. And later, we have your tea fact of the day. Stay tuned. Hit that like button in the chat. We see y'all. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we hear crazy stories every day. And these next stories got us saying, Not me, girl. Not me, girl. In a recent tell-all <laughs> in a recent tell interview, Kylie Jenner addressed some plastic surgery rumors. Kylie said she didn't understand why people compare her adult face to her younger face. Kylie says her lip fillers make people think that she's had plastic surgery on her face. Do you believe Kylie only had lip fillers over the years, or is it a not me girl? Al, let's go to you first. Um, number one, I met Kylie when she was 12 years old, so uh, <laughs> I've seen a big old shift in that face. Um, I think the reason why they compare her 12-year-old face uh, all the time is because she started doing work on her face when she was 14. She started really young. And I think that the only face that they have originally to compare to is the 12 year old face, Kylie. So I think that might be why they use that picture all the time. Also, just from when I met her back in the day, um, I, I see a difference in her nose. Maybe that's not plastic surgery because technically it's not right. Um, but I see her nose, her lips. Her eyes look different to me. And of course, she had a boob job, but that has nothing to do with her face. So I don't know. She looks better. She looks good. Whoever's doing her work is doing an amazing job. And for me, for someone like her, with all that she goes through, the scrutiny, et cetera, I think just being honest is fine because you look good, girl. In fact, you looked amazing. So why not just admit you had whatever you had and whatever you had, they did an awesome job. Miss Lady said those are two different ladies. Q, what do you think? That girl had a whole damn face transplant. <laughs> like, stop, stop playing with us. You look, you look like a little boy to the left. And now, you know, you look beautiful to the right. And you keep saying, why do we compare you to your 12 year old face? Mama, I'm 40 and I still look like my three year old face. What are you talking about? Like, honestly, what are you talking about? And I think it may be one of those things where Kylie is getting us caught up on the technicality. Like, I'm not. I'm not a surgeon. Maybe she didn't have surgeries. Maybe she had fillers and Botox and injections and threads and things pulled. And maybe, you know, maybe that's where she's getting us hung up at or whatever on a technicality. But you definitely did some modifications to your face outside of the lips. And I don't know what's wrong with just saying it. You know, I understand it being embarrassing or really taboo years ago. And I do understand like being criticized and, you know, you don't want to like, why do I have to tell it's my business? But when it's such a drastic change, like you can get away with you just had a little something, something like a little bit of a filler, a little bit of something. But when it's such a drastic transformation, I mean, maybe just I get I get she's like, you know, when you lie about something, you give them a little piece of truth like, OK, OK, guys, I did do my lips. Right. But you don't want to say the eight other things. She probably should have given us like maybe two things. Like, all right, y'all, I did my lips and I did my brow lift or something like that. Or tell us it's none of our business, but to say nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious, but she looks damn good. So she does. She looks I think good. it's a, I think it's a self-esteem thing where people be wanting to feel like this is who I am naturally. Like they want to believe that so bad, you know what I'm saying? Because then it makes them have to admit that they felt like their old self was ugly. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a large part of the reason why it's some people don't acknowledge the modifications that they've done to their bodies. 
I, I think she's had the best surgery of anyone in her family. I, I really do. Her body is banging. I think she has the best body in the family now. I really do. I think she looks great. I really do. Uh, be proud of yourself, Kylie. You you look good. And I think you're the right. Isn't she like the richest one too now? I think so. I mean, I'm not mad at that. All right. If you're looking for a fashionable holiday gift, Louis Vuitton announced the release of their new illusion boots. These boots cost 200 and uh, wait, $247. And they only come in two different shades with high and low. $2,470. Okay. okay. I'm just confused that this costs more than $20. This is- <laughs> I'm so sorry. $2,400? Yeah. $2,470. I, okay. So we're going to get a fake leg in brown or white. We found the leg, y'all. We found the leg. <laughs> um, Funky, you like to take fashion risks and buy things that we'd be like saying, not me, girl. Well, this think? one for me is definitely a not me, girl. Um, I cannot wait to be sitting at a restaurant somewhere and just talk about somebody like a dog when they walk past me with those fake legs on. Um. It's smart marketing, though. It, it seems to be where fashion is going. We've seen Balenciaga doing it, you know, doing the whole shock marketing with the dirty sneaker in the trash bag. And this seems to be, I, I guess, the fashion industry, much like Hollywood, is running out of ideas. So they're coming up with BS to sell us, but somebody will buy it. It feels like we're being trolled by the fashion industry. Yeah, it does. Uh, like, I dare, let's see if these dumbasses will buy this. Uh, Letitia Williams said, oh, not me, girl. And yet, blessed. said, so I see they found the leg. <laughs> Al, would you cop these boots? Or- oh, hell, heck no. You know, <clears throat> when I see stuff like this, I either think the creative director or the creative uh, whoever designer is either got high and came up with this idea or they're definitely playing with us from a marketing standpoint. Because if you really think about it, where is the fashion? This is basically a high-end screen print job, right? You're taking a picture of something and you screen printing it on a shoe. You're turning it into a shoe. Where is the fashion? And 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 that's the part where it becomes disappointing because are you playing with us or are you creating a new fashion trend? Creating a f- new fashion trend, they fall short, if you ask me. And you know some social media influencer or rapper mm-hmm. about the patties on and playing in our faces with them. All right. right. Oakman's TikTok post went viral after she refused to switch seats on a plane with another woman and her children. Uh, when Tammy Nelson boarded her plane, she found the woman sitting in her window seat along with her two kids. The woman wanted to stay with her kids and offered Tammy her middle seat in the row behind Tammy politely declined and made the woman sit apart from her children. Would you switch seats with her or <laughs> me, girl? I'm gonna go first on this one. It's a hell no, not me, right. girl. I'm never sitting in the middle seat. Even if I have the middle seat, I'm moving somewhere else. I hate middle seats. And if you wanted to sit with your family, you should have bought them in advance and made made sure of that. You can't you can't assume that someone's gonna just be you know be generous. Sometimes they do. For me, not me, girl. I'm not doing it. And that I'll be a comfortable in the, in the in the window or the aisle. Al? <laughs> I agree with you, Claudia. You hit this one on the head. Uh, and I don't do the aisle either because I don't like the, you know, I'm a tall guy, so my knees, 
kind of lean out and that cart is always dragging across my knee and when people pass they're always dragging past me i just simply don't like people touching me on the plane and i no, i couldn't do the aisle and i don't like doing the middle if i purchased my window seat i purchased it for a reason and the funny part is this lady was really nice if you look at the entire video she said hey ma'am you know if you had another window seat i'll be more than happy to trade with you but that's a middle seat and no one likes traveling in the middle seat. That's like go straight to jail. I agree with her. I, I'm definitely on her side on this one. I definitely switch for a window and aisle, but not a middle. Mm -hmm. Like if it's a, your preferred seat, then yes, but not not downgrade. You know, I'm not going to move right. and downgrade myself. Uh, funky, I already know what you're about to say. Go well, ahead. you know what's a not me, girl? And I just want to add some texture to this. The ladies' kids were 11 and 15. So they were perfectly fine to be sitting. You know, I'm one of those people, if the seat would have been for a toddler, I probably would have got an attitude, but my heart probably would have kicked in and I'd have been like, fine, if I was flying from Miami to Atlanta. It's a small kid. Them kids 11 and 15, ma'am, they will be just fine with you being one row behind them. Right. And then at that age, they probably don't even want to sit with their mama. That's when you start mm -hmm. getting sick of your parents anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, our dog, I'm sorry. Our dog said, I will never, ever sit in a middle seat ever. And uh, D. Sampson said, also, you have to pay for the window seat. So hell no, you're not screaming me out of scamming me out of my window seat. Exactly. All right. Coming up next, we have a soulful tea fact of the day. And later, find out what Tyrese is demanding from his ex-wife. Keep it locked. Here we go. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we can all agree that social media tends to resurface some of the most random facts in pop culture history. So it's only fair that we unpack those facts in our tea fact of the day. All right, y'all, let's take it back to the year 1994, when on this exact day, the queen of hip hop and R&B, Mary J. Blige, released her iconic sophomore album, My Life. Now, on this classic album, Mary sang about her experience with physical abuse and heartbreak. A lot of Mary's fans believe her relationship with Casey from the group Jodeci was the inspiration behind the album. In 1996, My Life was nominated for Best R&B Album, but it lost to TLC's album, Crazy, Sexy, Cool. All right, y'all, do y'all remember listening to this album for the first time, and do you think Mary was snubbed for a Grammy? Funky, what do you think? Oh, my God, the tape. We had tapes back then and radios back then, and, and it's so funny because when you mentioned that it was in the category with Crazy, Sexy, Cool, I just thought to myself, damn, what a time to be alive. Like that's when R&B was doing its thing. Um, taking the time machine back to 1994, do I think she got snubbed for the Grammy? Ugh, I can't take that away from TLC. Crazy, Crazy Sexy Cool was a, a bomb album. So was my life. Um, it just was a great time to be alive. You had to be there. The 90s, by far my favorite decade in my mm -hmm. life. Really was. Al, what do you think? Um, yeah, you know, to me, this is Mary J. Uh, Blige's best album. Um, <clears throat> I really think, <clears throat> in my opinion, she should do a tour. She should do a My Life album tour. I bet you a lot of people would turn out to that. And that, that would be really cool. But you know what I thought was very interesting? Do you guys remember Chucky Thompson? Mm -hmm. He was a producer of this particular album. Remember he died because of the coronavirus? 
-hmm. I thought that was so sad. Like a piece of me died when he died because he really influenced the 90s as he worked with Mary J. Blige. And, 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 and to hear of his death because of the corona, because of the COVID, because of COVID just really saddened me. Um, but yeah, I don't know if she got robbed, but yeah, this was definitely one of her best albums to date. Next year marks the album's 30th anniversary. Damn. Mm. Damn, we all. Yes. Speaking of the 90s, the iconic supermodel from that era, Linda Evangelista, revealed that she is not interested in dating anymore. In an interview with the Sunday Times, Linda said, I don't want to sleep with anybody anymore. I don't want to hear somebody breathing. Linda said that the last time she dated was before the fat reduction procedure that left her permanently deformed in 2015. She had cool sculpting that went bad. She did it for a year. Have you ever took an extended break from dating and why? Q, let's go to you first. Yeah, I took a 15-year break. Uh, for real, for real. Uh, the why, I don't have an answer to. I can't say nobody want my ass. I don't know. I don't have the answer. To, <laughs> I don't have the answer to the why. I just know that my 15-year hiatus has finally come to an end. Praise the Lord, I got a man. But um, I get it. I, I get it. We all go through this sometimes. Like, I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. During that 15 year period where I was single, um, I kind of felt the same way. I, I I was impressed about having nobody. I didn't want nobody around. I got my I'm, cohabitation probably will never happen for me because I just like things the way I like things. I like nobody being in my space, so I definitely get it. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? you? Ever take a relationship break? Like uh, relationship break. I, I took a, a break from dating for sure after my divorce um, because I just took my divorce as a huge failure. And I had it, up to that point, I didn't fail it much, but I just felt like it was just devastating, especially I'm the youngest of six. All my brothers and sisters now to date have been married over 25 years. So it's like, oh, I couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep it together. But as it relates to Linda, I totally get it because remember, and I know Q hate this, but in 2015, when she had that surgery or that cool sculpting that defigured her body, remember she was one of the most beautiful women, one of the most beautiful models, voted one of the most beautiful women in the world. She was an iconic model. And when her body was disfigured, she had a psychotic break and she talks about that psychotic break being that she got really paranoid about her body and she didn't want anybody to see it and you know more or less date anybody so i totally get it i mean some things happen to us whether it's emotional or mental that really forces us to be in a space where we just don't want people to see us or be around us and so i get it yeah and even outside of having any kind of like disfigurement I just hear a lot of women kind of throwing their hands up. It's been happening for a while. I think a lot of us were raised with this Cinderella fantasy story of a storybook ending that we we thought was realistically attainable. And when you get to be an adult and you have heartbreak, 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 disappointment, um, you kind of start feeling like, you know, it's more trouble than it's worth. I mean, most people I know have been heartbroken several times a lot of women are giving up on relationships and they're even not even wanting to deal with just getting the i don't need none of it anymore and i'm seeing a trend which is kind of sad because it feels like it's the beginning of love kind of dying and i was a hopeless romantic but i found myself telling someone that recently like i i don't even look at you like that like i'm not even looking for that either anymore like i'm just people are kind of just getting tired of the bs all I right caught it. 
Claudia, did you know that um, production, can you put her picture back up, Linda's picture back up? Did you know she's Italian? She's like you, Claudia. She's yeah, Italian and Canadian. I think you guys look, you know, y'all got similar features. Definitely an Italian last name. Uh, she was dope back in that George Michael video time. Remember that? Uh -huh, uh -huh. I played that video with my Naomi and everybody. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, Tyrese is claiming his last name. And later, find out what Whoopi had to say about Dolly Parton. Stick around. Welcome back to TGF. Off mic, we were off screen. We went to talk about people like uh, insulting you. Does it hurt you more when someone insults you, like your image when they look jacked up, or or is you not taking it seriously? Because I've had that happen quite a few times. What, what I think you... what resonated with me was it hurts more when it comes from a family member. Mm -hmm. That's what it hurts more for me, like when a family member is picking on you. Because you know it's the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like when a family member, right, like when a you, you know, family you know, in, 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 the, in the black family, we put, oh, you don't got big. Ooh, you know, yeah, you don't gain the big You don't think about no triggering, hurting feelings. My mother was in town for Thanksgiving, and, and I can talk about this because the heifer don't ever watch the mm -hmm. phone. Oh, don't call her a heifer. Yes, she don't watch right on national TV. She Italian. She'll know what that means. Okay. Anyways, so anyways, we're driving right now. My mother has gained weight. She has double chin. You know what I mean? Like she definitely has very a lot of loose skin around her face. She's a really petite woman, but she has loose skin. She's like looking at me like I feel like she's always looking at me, scanning me for something wrong. So she uh, tell me something. And she's like, you need to check your thyroid. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just so swollen under your face, like a double chin. Like you. And I was like. It's hereditary, probably, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just found that funny. Oh, my bad. I didn't have my mic by me. All right. Hey, listen, Tyrese Gibson is demanding that his wife, Samantha Lee Gibson, drop his last name. He said she hates my guts, and yet her driver's license still says Gibson. In an Instagram post, he wrote, can you please run me back my last name? Your trash ass birth name is Samantha Swallenberg. Do you think Tyrese is doing too much? And would you keep an ex-spouse last name? Um, Q? Tyrese is definitely doing too much. If I was Tyrese's current girlfriend, I probably would be looking for a way out because why are you even worried about that? Like, like at the very end of the day, her having that last name impacts your life. How? I mean, to be quite honest, Tyrese, your last name is not worth its weight in M&Ms. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not like your last name is, 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 is Hilton or, 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 or Cosby or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not like she walks into a room and says her name is Samantha Gibson and it opens up doors for her. It's such <laughs> a basic ass last name. It just feels like you're looking for a reason to stay connected and bother this woman because you are mad move around and to Samantha, girl, you a damn fool if you walking around holding that name hostage like you get some clout for because trust and believe when you go to Red Lobster and give your name, nobody's bumping you up on the list because your last name is Gibson. Mm, okay. So I'm gonna dis I'm gonna disagree with Funky on this one. Now the thing that I do agree with Funky is like Tyrese, come on now. Like if you were doing all of this and I was living in the house with you and I was your girlfriend, I'll be looking at you side eye because we got a life together now. That was three years ago. 
why are you still talking about it? That's A, disrespectful to me, and, and, and B, like, it doesn't even make any sense. There are thousands, if not hundreds and thousands of Gibsons out here. It's not like if she goes to a restaurant and she says, you know, my name is Samantha Gibson, they're going to be like, oh, Tyrese's ex. No, that's not how this works. Now, how I disagree with Bunky is that ex-wife, that is a smart woman. I am sorry. That woman is playing chess and not checkers. She knows how to bait Tyrese to get herself back into the media. All she has to do is say anything, anything about her relationship with him. And the next thing you know, he's blowing it back up. He's putting it on the Breakfast Club. He's putting it on the Joe Biden uh, podcast. He's doing quotes in the, in the blogs. And it's doing nothing but helping her build her YouTube. And we've noticed, and she's been very vocal about this, that she's building her persona. She's building her YouTube, she's building her persona, she's building her profile, and she's she's building her presence in pop culture. Smart woman right there. I can't be mad at her, though. Tyrese, she's keeping her last name not for you. She's keeping her last name because she has a child with you. And it's a lot easier traveling, moving around the world when your mother and the child have the same last name, period, point blank. I don't I, like the, like both of the men have said here. I don't think it's it's you know, it's not like saying you're the ex-wife of of Denzel Washington or Michael mm -hmm. Jordan or mm -hmm. Barack Obama. It's no no one's tripping like that on you. I, I, I think you're showing that you care a lot more about this woman than you're leading on. And I think you need to stop with these antics. I really do. We are forgetting how dope of a singer and a talent you are with all this bitch assness, honestly. And you can be mad if you want to. I really don't care because I'm kind of sick of reporting on you because I would rather be talking about you dropping a new album. I'd rather talk about you and TGT getting back together instead of this pettiness. And Fizzelli, your girlfriend, I'm gonna pray for you, sister, because this has got to be obnoxious. If he's sharing this much with us on social media, can you imagine the earfuls she's probably getting? And a lot of the things that he's putting out is cap. I'm calling cap on it. I, I, you cannot put child support in your prenup, right? So he's saying she's trying to get 20. That wasn't the, listen, you semantics, you're playing word games with us. It, take us out of the group chat. So we don't have it. We don't have to talk about you because I'd rather not. We have any good comments in here? Oh, they're all agreeing with you guys. Arnold mm -hmm. Northley said your, your surname is not a household brand, Tyrese. And, and not to shade you, Tyrese. But you don't even really use your last name. You go by one word. You go by your first name, Tyree. So it's not like we're trashing your last name. Um, uh, uh, you know, we're not. It's just you don't even use your last name. So it's not like that's a big clout thing. And saying she faked a marriage and planned to have a baby with you three years prior just to get a check is absolutely ridiculous. There's way richer people that you know of and probably try to get your wife that she could have married if she was just about that. My opinion. But hey, all right. Saucy Santana found himself in trouble with fans after he made negative comments about a woman's appearance. Saucy is now defending himself against people who say he's jealous because he wants to be a woman. He said, why do people think I want to be a girl so bad? I got the money. Wouldn't I just turn myself into what I want to be? If it be the fake outrage, baby, go ahead. What are your thoughts on Saucy Santana? Al, what do you think? Um, I watched this video and what he did to that young lady. I didn't like it. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't like how he disrespects black women. That's my personal opinion. I don't know Saucy. I, I'm just learning of him in the last couple of years. I mean, he's, his career has definitely blown up the last couple of years. 
And I would just have to say this, ladies, black women in particular, you are the ones that have made Saucy Santana a thing. You are the one that have platformed him and raised him up to this point. You got to really think about who you put all your support into, because at the end of the day, him talking negatively about black women in any way shouldn't be allowed. It's a not me girl for me because I did not, you know, but I hear you a lot did support him and do. Um, Q, what do you think? You know, I I, I have a question and, and maybe Claudia or some of the soulmates can answer it. Um, Cause, and and this this is personal for me because I get this comment a lot from black women. The moment they get mad with me, the first thing that they hurl out is, you're just jealous. You want to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, y'all say that with so much authority and it just be the furthest thing from the truth, and and, and I, I know I'm about to say something that's going to sound very misogynistic, and I just have to say it. Who would want to trade in all this male privilege to be a damn woman in this society? You know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I don't know. It's personal for me because I get it all the time. And, and it's like, Black women think that's their ace in the hole when they throw that car. And I just be sitting here laughing like, I promise you, I don't want to be a woman. I promise you, I don't. So Q, I want to take this as a learning moment because I, 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 you know, I'm in, I'm on the spectrum. I'm a LGBTQ caring card guy, but I, I think the same thing. So help educate me because when I see men take on very feminine antics, when I see men do the nails and the hair and the makeup and the purses and the BBLs and wear very feminine clothes, if they're not trying to be women, can you just share with me, like teach me? Cause I, I, I'm not trying to be funny. I swear yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm, trying, all, I'm just trying to learn. If they're yeah, not, you know, you know, you know, what are they I, trying to be? I can't answer that for everybody, but w- this is what we do know. Gender is a social construct. All right. right. So, you know, all the while women wear hair and nails in bags, they didn't own the license to it. You know what I'm saying? It's not doesn't have to be uniquely woman. I can Mm. just be feminine. I can just want to carry a purse. I can just want to wear heels and not be not want to be a woman. You know what I'm saying? That's that's right. Okay. so what you said it's a social construct. So if it's a social construct, someone constructed that, which I think we could say that's what we identify as woman, female, etc. So when I see a dude or a male try to emulate that, to me, he's trying to be a woman. Oh, never mind. I'm stuck Santana. on stupid. I'm just Don't worry about, about myself. Okay. Go ahead, Claudia. I want to jump in here. I hear you, Q, and thank you for saying that. But, and I hate, I know people hate when I compare it to race, right? But I kind of have to, because it's the only other thing that, that I can compare it to. We would be so angry when white people appropriate black culture, things that have been uh, uniquely black to us. You know, part of our culture, that we don't own the license of braids, do we? And, and, and fuller lips. There are white people that are born with fuller lips. But when we see a white person get their lips bigger, get BBLs and do things that are have always been identified, you know, uniquely, they've always been uh, tied to blackness. Mm -hmm. They are outraged and say they're appropriating. So the reason why women say that, and that's their go-to thing is you can't insult me and then 
emulate and appropriate the very thing that we are and we kind of mm. take the side and i'm just saying and i mm. hope this doesn't come up as an attack because it's not no, no, i get it you, it you feels you, like well you don't like us so much then why the hell are you doing the things that we do that mm -hmm. okay call it a social contract whatever we've all grown up knowing that dresses were always on girls up until the last few years mm -hmm. and nails and lashes and lipstick and things really changed in the last few years you know what i mean so it's like it feels like appropriation without the appreciation you mm -hmm. feel me that's mm -hmm. i'm just from a woman no, i get it just for the record though when you get mad and want to hurl something at me ladies i promise you that I don't, don't work no <laughs> <laughs> nobody want to be fish okay <laughs> i don't want to be a cis woman i don't want to be a trans woman oh we got to go to break claudia <laughs> well go Brooks back <laughs> all right all right y'all i'm glad we let's see how we do on, on tjf respect respectful commentary and disagreement <clears throat> for the most part all right coming up find out why whoopi goldberg is defending dolly parton we'll see you shortly welcome back to tjf hey y'all real quick uh, Alan Q, when did y'all feel like you grew into your looks? Like, when do you, when do you think you grew? Because we were just talking about that off my off camera. Uh, college. College, okay. College. Uh, not me. I think mine is getting better as I get older. I would, I, I would say 40s, you know, as I'm entering into my 50s, I'm getting finer and finer. I wasn't as fine as this younger. Okay, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I really do. I'm gonna say 45, but some 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 people, yeah. Anyway. I'm a like I'm a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully your boy is too that we were talking about. <laughs> All right, Whoopi Goldberg is definitely defending country singer Dolly Parton for wearing a Dallas Cowboys cheerleading outfit during her Thanksgiving halftime show performance after Dolly's show. Some people said the 77 year old was dressed inappropriately. Whoopi stood up for Dolly on a recent episode of, of The View. And she said, some critics told Dolly to act her age, bite me, and everybody who participated in this should be ashamed of themselves. What do you think about Dolly showing off her snatch senior body? Real quick, I want to say she looked damn good at 77. We all should hope to look. I wish I had that waist now at 50. So um, <laughs> thank you, Whoopi, for defending her. Um, Al, Al, what do you think? I agree with you, Claudia. That woman's been in the game, everybody, for almost... 70 years she started when she was just eight and it's like 67 years still on stage still looking that good man i agree with whoopi bite me she can do whatever she wants yeah dolly parton looks damn good all right and listen i don't you know it, it'd be different if paparazzi caught her going to the grocery store and she was dressed like that then it'd be like all right dolly what are you doing mama you you, you know you're not an instagram model but she was at a game she was in costume everybody she was in costume consistent with the performance that was going on she looked great it had the nude um i guess a shapewear or, or whatever it's not like her wrinkly belly was out or anything she looks good just want to be mad at anything now so right. he is four years younger than than president biden hmm. that puts a lot of shit in perspective she, she Donald Trump's age, and he can't even hold a glass of water with one hand. And she over here performing with her stomach out, looking good. Like, let her live. 
And again, like, legs. performance. It's a performance. It's appropriate. All right, Rolling Ray is calling out Hazel E and claiming that she's broke. Take a look. But she ain't talking about how she's broke and how she stole $2,000 from me. All $2,000, yeah. I gave her $2,000 to record a song a few months ago. Oh, yeah. Stop playing so much, Hazel E. <laughs> Are we mature enough to do this story? He he's safe because I'm sick. That that's okay. the only reason okay. he's safe. He's little E. Oh, and it's both of them. Lord have mercy. It's <laughs> that's, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm laughing. I'm like, this is just <laughs> the producers be baiting us, y'all. Hazel E responded with an Instagram story with this post. Self-made. Self-paid, 20 years in, and I still can flip this bitch anytime I open my mouth. Now that's power. My influence speaks volumes. I said I got the internet in a chokehold. Everyone loves that bleep, and I still do. What are your thoughts on Roland Ray calling out Hazel E? Funky, I know you're not mature enough for this, so let's let Al go first. And yeah, let me go first and Funky put a bow on it. Oh, you know, I'll be quick. I thought, I just thought it was tacky. I, Roland Ray, it's tacky. If she doesn't want to work with you right now, then you have to wait. He said he gave $1,000 for her child care and $1,000 for a song. If you're paying $1,000 for a song, Roland Ray, then this is what you get. Unfortunately, this is what you get when you're paying $1,000 for a song. Q, go ahead I mean, and take no, it from every, here. These are two you of your said, favorites. Everything you said about to, 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 about Ray is correct. Um, you, you know what annoys me so much about Hazel? Like When you look at her response, what... She must live in Mama D magical kingdom that Mama D makes up in her mind. She really thinks that she is that girl and that people are going up for you. And Hazel, newsflash, people don't like you. They like, they get joy out of talking negatively about you. Like you're, you're, you're just, you're not fab like that, sis. You, you just, you, you just not. It's the delusions for me. And one thing that Ray did point out that's got me looking at her a little crazy is when he asked for the money back, he says that she explained to him that she had just moved and she had just spent, you know, money moving and she needed to get situated, so on and so forth. And when, once she gets situated, she gave him his money. So, I mean, it's giving that you ain't got what all you saying you got <laughs> if you can't get a boy back his $2,000 because you just moved. Well, and then he even offered, he said, you don't even have to give me all of it back. He said, I'll, just, I'll take $1,000 mm -hmm. back. So what I would have done if I was her, Hazel, if I was you, I would just send it back immediately because then you can avoid this because this kind of press is is a lot worse than paying back 1000 or $2,000. I wonder what kind of song, like, are y'all sad that you're missing out on that song? That no. Are you it was going to be a hot mess on the left and a hot mess on the right. It was just <laughs> going to be a hot mess. What if it would have been the song of the year? And we missed it. <laughs> then again, Sexy Red is a thing, so. Dang. Oh, there's a new girl that talks about her period and has a string hanging Oh, out. stop, stop, stop. I'll stop. Y'all. Ah! I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky, Dot Neva. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Feel better, Funky. I will. Have a good night, soulmates.